Welcome to Mortgage Broker Acceleration with Broker Ideas Group. Being a successful mortgage broker is not about how many loans you write, working hard, or winning awards. It's about building a high-performing business that works with or without you. If you want smarter, proven ideas to accelerate your business, keep listening. If you want to accelerate even faster, visit brokerideasgroup.com.au. That's brokerideasgroup.com.au. Now it's time to accelerate. It's over to your hosts. Hey, everybody. It's James Vaguely here. Welcome to another episode of the MBA podcast. And uh, this episode, episode 129, Ash and I are going to talk about how to create massive accountability. This is one of our pet subjects, one of our favorites. Uh, Before we dive in first, uh, Ash, the man, the myth, the legend, how are you? I am here. I am well. Thank you, James. How are you doing? (laughs) Really good. I'm always good. And uh, I don't think any of our topics are any, well, anything other than ones that we are super excited to talk about. And this one's no different. So creating massive accountability. Um, Before we dive straight in and share with our listeners the two or three key things that you have to do to create massive accountability. Let's quickly touch on beforehand why we even need to do this. You know, why should someone want to create massive accountability? Go over to you. Uh, Yeah, look, I love this topic. And and just to to dive in and scratch beneath the, the surface a bit, the word accountability, right, um, what does it actually mean? There, there's, a, there's a bit of myth, a bit of mystery, a bit of misconception, apprehension about what accountability is. And I, I'm sure a lot of listeners might relate to this. And it even used to be something that I was mystified about is, you know, what is it about people that seem to get things done and, and progress in whatever endeavor they're in versus people who seem equally intelligent and motivated but don't make progress. And it's this thing, accountability. Well, what drives accountability? What What is this magic elixir called accountability that people making progress seem to have and people not making progress seem to be devoid of? So, you know, then, then we sort of move o- over into that analysis of what actually goes into accountability um, you know, what, what actually drives accountability? Uh, and that's what we're going to talk about. Right? This is really what I see, and I know you see too, uh, James, across not just the mortgage broking industry, our, our much-loved industry where, where we do our work, but, but generally across life uh, more broadly. These are common factors amongst people that don't seem to be necessarily any wiser, smarter, harder working, cleverer, uh, more, more, more fortunate in their life circumstances or anything like that, and yet they seem to be making progress. So what drives that outcome? Yep. Now, yeah, so that, let's let's follow three or four things, right? Yeah. Uh, before we get into it, I think one of the big things that sticks out to me as well to quickly touch on is the issue of human nature and that as humans, we typically, and our listeners will relate to this too, as, as humans, we all want stuff and often we want more and we want to achieve more and, and get ahead. 
Uh, so there's something we want, but there's there seems to be this giant gap, this big chasm between this want or des- desire and actually following through. Um, you know, like we hear this all the time, whether it's around New Year's or around you know various times in our lives when we say stuff like, "Oh, got to get fit." Oh, should go on a diet, lose a few kilos. Ah, oh, I'd love to grow my business, earn more money. It's, you know, those things are logical. We want to be fitter and stronger and faster and wealthier. Uh, but 99.9% of the time, it's just a fleeting thought or a desire or a want. Like, it's such a huge gap to translating that into action. And I think because we know it's human nature to want stuff, but essentially kind of be either lazy or just fall back into our everyday lives and just get on with things and forget about the things that we wanted. And for me, that's why accountability is so crucial because otherwise everything just becomes a pipe dream. Um, Do you agree? Well, the human brain has a incredible capacity to tell lies and alibis to ourselves. That's the human nature, right? The lies and alibis we tell ourselves to protect ourselves from risk and uncertainty. And one of the most common of those, in fact, it's probably the most common, is the allure of short-term feel-good from setting yourself goals, right? Or uh, almost uh, not a fantasy but a dream, like I am going to have a six-pack or I'm going to run a marathon, or I'm going to have a successful business making lots of money and I'm going to be free and happy. These things are all awesome. So it's, it's, it's not the setting of the goal that's the problem, but it's what is lacking to match up with the setting of the goal. And I think the setting of goals on its own is a, is, is a, is a distraction from what's actually required to get stuff done. And so a lot of people end up getting lost in between where they are and the goal because they haven't put in an accountability structure to pull them through when their human nature gets in the way, which is uh, life, um, lack of detail about how to get the goal, uh, distraction, um, a lot of limiting self-beliefs. That's a whole other discussion we could have, James, about the limiting beliefs that we bring to the table that pop up and block us from moving forward with, with taking action on goals. So what we've got to do is we've got to come up with a way to say, you know what, let's accept that that's out there and that's probably going to happen. And if we don't put some sort of hard and fast structure in place to pull us through when we could otherwise give up, and this is really, I think, where the rubber hits the road with accountability is, what do you need to do in order to keep you going when every fibre of your being is tempting you to give up? Mm-hmm. and stop, which is what we've all faced. We all face it with diets, with fitness campaigns, with getting off the booze, or with building our business. Right? What do, what, so let's just assume that that's going to happen. We're all human beings. We're going to have these moments, these beliefs that block us. So, yes, we can address those separately, but what else can we do around accountability? Yep, definitely. Um, and as you were talking, I was thinking about the, fact of, you know, business planning and goal setting. And we obviously highly value setting goals and and business planning, but that's usually where people stop is they'll set the goal, they'll put a bit of a plan together, and then it's kind of like a wish and a prayer. It becomes a doorstop. It becomes a document that was looked at 
once. So let's take it a couple of notches up and we'll still start in that place because listeners, that's still what needs to be done to create massive accountability is to first figure out what the heck you want to achieve. You know, you sit down, what do I really want my life and my business to be like? Here's a goal. Here's why I want to achieve it. And you make a decision to go after it. I don't think we're, we're not saying that that's a, not the first step, are we, Ash? That's still a crucial first step. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, with the setting of goals too, I think just as a, as a quick sidebar, you know, goals need to be flexible. I think one of the problems we have as human beings is we set a hard and fast goal and if, if, if there's any perception that we might fall short of it, we back away. But there's no driving force because it, it's this binary outcome. Oh, I'm not going to get to that goal. I'm not good enough. I can't do it. I'll never get there. Other people are better than me. There's something I just and, – and that's what just happens to us as human beings. So let's just accept that, that most of us are subject to that. So what are we going to do to push through that? So I'd like to talk about, you know, the investing in yourself and investing in uh, others to help you through this. This is something that was huge for me. I mean, I still invest in coach coaching and mentoring myself to this day. I'm in my late fifties, right? And I've been I've been investing in in myself for a long time. And there's some data around, and I, I I can't remember the exact percentage, but there's some data around from a very very significant study that says the percentage of goals or objectives achieved where people have paid someone else to help them, whether it be a coach or a mentor or a strategy, but they've paid someone else a decent amount of money, not, you know, nine ninety-seven or, 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 you know, 25 bucks, a decent amount of money is the percentage of goals that are achieved by those people is abnormally higher than the goal, the exactly the same goals set by people that don't invest in getting help to keep them on track, right? There's this huge disparity and it's massive, 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 massive difference between those that put money down to back themselves and get help around driving them forward, coaching them, pushing them, um, uh, you know, calling them out, cheerleading for them, whatever is needed those people outperform similar people with similar goals that don't invest by an abnormally high percentage. That's a very so, super interesting, Ash, and um, uh, that's essentially the having the skin in the game. And there's, there's two sides to that, isn't there? There's the um, I think we talked about this briefly before we got on air, but uh, it, putting dollars down and having skin in the game. That there's kind of two ways to create that game-changing accountability. Um, you know, obviously we, we can talk about having a goal and having a plan and getting, you know, a coach to hold you on track. But yeah, I think this game changer of having skin in the game is the difference that makes the difference. If it's an amount of money that causes you to get out of bed in the morning and it hurts a little bit, you're going to take 10 times the action than if you just wrote something down and it was a bit of a wish and a dream and you've got a, a coach you're paying a few dollars. Like, I think... There's two ways you've got to go. You've either got to put a lot of money down or there has to be a high negative consequence of inaction. And maybe maybe we can cover that second one, Ash. It probably doesn't always relate as much in business. Usually this one is one of the things we see in health a lot. You know, somebody that has a wake-up call 
and has a health moment and they mm. suddenly you know, flick a switch and they start eating differently. They're exercising. Their life depends on it now. Um, it, it, yeah. It's a very, very simple allegory. Like I, I don't think we need to complicate it much more than that. The life, you know, you know, take care of your health voluntarily or at some point your health will force you to take care of it compulsorily. Like, and this is the unfortunate thing. Most of us require one of our legs to fall off before we do something about our health. So the negative consequence is if you go to a doctor and say, hey, can you check me out? Something doesn't feel right. And the prognosis is if you don't do X, Y, Z, you'll be dead in six months, so to speak. You're going to take action because the negative consequences, the skin in the game is very powerful. It's not money. It's your life, mm. right? Or and there's there's the whole um, story we've probably all call, heard many times that if you put a plank of wood between two buildings and ask someone to walk across it, you know ninety nine point nine 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 percent of people will freak out and won't do it because you know the um, you know the consequences of falling and killing yourself are too great. But you put a woman or a mother on one side and her baby on the other side and say if you don't come across in the next sixty seconds something bad will happen, there is the consequences of not taking action are so high, you just burst through that barrier instantaneously. Yeah. Right. So, you know, you take that into business and you go, rightio, sometimes in business, building a mortgage business, for example, yes, we have the dream and it sounds fantastic and uh, we might even make a decision to take action. All these things are great. But the negative consequences of it not working out, oh, I'll just go and get a job. So that's not a very high negative consequence, right? Well, yeah. Whereas, or, or they'll, um, you know, on the flip side as well in that same, you know, argument that it happens too late. You know, you'll see a lot of brokers that cruise along for a fair while thinking things are fine and then they wake up maybe in their 50s or 60s and go, oh, uh, I've got to get myself up and running because I'm not set up at all to retire. I've got nothing put away. I need to, yes. I need to, we've had a number of knocks on our door, Ash, by people that have said, I want to retire and get out of this game in the next five years. At the moment, I don't have a business. Help me set up a real business that I can actually sell or that's worth something. Otherwise, my last 10, 15 years in this industry essentially just stops and shrivels away to nothing. So, but that that's a few and far between, isn't it? Like, Having that high negative consequence in business is, it doesn't happen that much, unfortunately. So what we try and do to motivate people times 10 to achieve what they can really achieve is by making them put some skin in the game and get serious, which is putting money down and uh, getting to work. Oh, a thousand percent. This is where it is so important, and I really hope everyone listening to this episode takes this away, is this is not about making money or giving money. That's about making a commitment that you can't walk away from, making a commitment that when the going is tough and life tempts you to distract or kid yourself that, you know, you can do something else. If you've committed financially, that can be the difference between making it and not making it. And I've seen this play out time and time and time and time again 
uh, you know, early on in my life. Like if you pay ten dollars for coaching uh, or, or putting money down, that's that's not a serious consequence. But if you invest in really good quality guidance and support, that's not cheap but reasonable. You know, you're going to continue to take action. Then if you marry that up with the right um, people involved in that obviously goes without saying that uh, have your best interest at heart, they know what they're doing, they speak from experience. And I know I'm talking about the way we do business, of course, and I, in, in the interest of transparency, but this applies to anything in life. If you wanted to, if you want to lose weight because your health is at risk and you won't see your kids grow up, pretty big negative consequence, what are you going to do? Are you going to go on a self-imposed diet where you don't trust your own discipline? Or are you going to say, righto, coach, with a track record, I'm going to give you X amount of dollars and I want to lose 40 or 50 pounds in the next 6 to 12 months and I want you to push and drive and hold me accountable. And, um, you know, if they say, oh, you know, it's uh, 50 bucks, no. It doesn't marry up. You understand what I'm saying? The, The consequences of not making it happen doesn't marry up with the commitment of 50 bucks. Yeah, because... So there's a, there's a real conflict in the minds of both parties that this doesn't make sense. This is why I, when I see coaches saying, I'll change your life for, for a couple of hundred bucks, I go, no, you won't. <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> That's not possible. It doesn't make sense to me. No. And, and there's the other thing about the fact that if you're investing a solid amount of money in your success and you don't take the action... If you think about it, Ash, that's like losing the money. If So no one wants to lose money. So if you invest in yourself and listeners, this is exactly what happens. When you put money down and invest in yourself, you don't want that money to go to waste. You don't want to lose that money. You don't want it to be for nothing. You want a massive return on that. And so you're going to do everything in your power to make sure that that investment is successful. It's, it's human nature. Um and obviously, if you've put that money into the right environment, the right service or the right coaching that is, you know, backed by results and is proven to work, then you'll know that, uh, you know, if you just follow through, it's going to get the wins that you're after. But Ash, one thing I wanted to mention quickly was that I think you brought it up in that if, if you want something and you put money down and it's a, an amount of money that causes you to take action and you're committed to that process, when it gets difficult, you can't quit. Because this is the biggest problem with business and achieving of goals is people knock on, you know, doors and say stuff like, I want to double my business and I want this and I want that. Great. But when the going gets tough, most people will quit. But if you have put money down and like, you know, this is what we do in, again, in transparency, like with our programs, when people work with us, it's for a minimum period of time because we know that if you quit on yourself, you won't achieve the outcome. So we're not going to let you quit on your goals and on your dreams. We're going to push you through to make sure it happens. Even when you go through ups and downs and it gets a little bit tough, gets a little bit difficult, you want to quit, in the same way that if you want to get healthy and you go to the gym and the personal trainer says, fine, no worries, go take a day off and have a cupcake. No, they're going to kick your butt and make you do another 10 push-ups and run around the block again. That's going to get you the result. You might not like them and that you might, you might resent them for 
you know, charging you for the session, whether you show up or not, and forcing <laughs> you to, you know, keep paying for six or 12 months to make sure you get fit, but you'll bloody get the result. <laughs> oh, look, and I, I, I want to add to that, uh, that we see this all the time. I see this all the time with all of the people we work with is this common, it's almost a pleading, pleading is hold me accountable, push me. You know, I think it's almost it's almost renting someone else's discipline in the absence of trusting your own discipline. Mm-hmm. Now, some people hit the ground with natural discipline. I, I accept that, and that's great. And if that's you, great. Get the coaching and just take the action. But for a lot of people, it's that deep down inside there's a belief that says, I'm not really sure I can do this. I want it, and uh, and I really want to go for it but I'm not really sure I can do it. I'm not really sure I have the discipline to stick, uh, you know, and give up what I need to give up and the sacrifices and make it happen. There's there's this sort of implicit lack of belief in your own capacity to get everything done. So we see that a lot with the people that we work with, and I think it's part of human nature, is this almost, almost begging for accountability and a push and and calling people out that demanding more of them and i think that's what a big part of accountability is is a, you know the right person will see potential in you and call you out in a way that you're probably avoiding within yourself and i think deep down inside we all want that yes when we pay for someone we want them to hold us accountable we want them to call us out we want them to point out the cold hard truths of our inaction and avoidance and distraction and excuses and alibis, right? We want someone because the human brain is is massively, massively capable of convincing you of something that's not true. That's the lies and alibis we tell ourselves. And without someone around you to see through that and to help you through that, that's when the pivot point happens for a lot of people. And we see that a lot with the people we work with, James. We do, yeah. And, well, that's... That's one of the reasons why we have uh, built a professional business coaching team to, you know, make sure that we have the skills in doing this with each and every one of our members, you know, like holding people to a higher standard, Ash, is something that we sign away with, you know, new members we work with. This is something we're going to commit to doing is holding you to a higher standard than you than you will hold yourself. And that's why I, I'm pretty certain that we're the only coaching business in the mortgage industry that has professional business, qualified business coaches that are trained to do this with our members. And it's the difference that makes the difference with accountability. No question about that. And the evidence, and I'm a critical thinker, I, I, I trust the evidence. Like, you, you know, don't trust the ideology, don't trust the theory, trust the evidence. And the evidence is compelling and growing every day that this is what works. Uh, add in that the strategic direction. You add in the professional, qualified, highly, highly um, organized accountability structure. And the likelihood of not getting to your objective is reduced massively. And the likelihood of getting to your objective is increased massively. Mm-hmm. And that is, there's no price that's, you know, that is priceless. That's what I would say. That is a priceless, priceless outcome. Better believe it. So uh, 
listeners, if you want to create massive accountability towards what you want in your business and your life, then you've got to sit down, make a goal, get a plan, make decide that you actually want it and why. And then you've got to get serious and put some money down with the right coaching to cause that next level accountability. So you know where we're at. You can go across to our website, click on the Let's Talk button, have a chat with our team and see how we can help you uh, grow like we help hundreds of brokers around Australia and New Zealand grow. So love this episode, Ash. This is one of our pet subjects, I know, but uh, it's been a good episode and listeners, we hope you've enjoyed it and we can't wait till next time. Ash, looking forward to seeing you next time and uh, until then, stay cool. Yeah, 100%, James. I love this and I want to add one quick anecdote, if you'll permit me, or one quick takeaway, and that is there is no one-size-fits-all with accountability either. One of the things that we pride ourselves on, and I want to leave everyone with this, is we get to know people and understand what drives you that is different to the person next to you. That is a key part of accountability. It's not just one person telling 100 soldiers to do the same thing. It's getting to know the person and what makes them tick. That's one of the keys to accountability. Oh, yeah, that's a very good qualifier as we wrap things up that the only way to achieve this is with a personal deep one-to-one relationship. Uh, it's not something that can be done sitting in a room with a whole bunch of people or going to a seminar or something like that. So thanks for that, Ash. Um, looking forward to seeing you next time. Listeners, you too. Stay cool. See you, folks. Thanks for joining this episode of Mortgage Broker Acceleration with Broker Ideas Group. To keep getting smarter, proven ideas in your inbox every week, subscribe to the podcast now over at brokerideasgroup.com.au forward slash podcast. If you want to accelerate even faster, access our proven results-driven programs, live events and free resources available at brokerideasgroup.com.au. That's brokerideasgroup.com.au. And until next time, remember... Life's too short to play small, so dream big, believe big, and go big with Broker Ideas Group.